Let's talk about something near and dear to our hearts, our furry companions. Life is full of unexpected twists, just like the ones we love to uncover about our favorite celebs. But sometimes those twists involve our four-legged friends. Imagine navigating the unpredictable world of pet parenthood, where every day is a new adventure. Our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, wants to share a message to help make sure you're prepared for any unexpected curveballs, whether it's a sudden illness or an unplanned trip to the vet. Spot Pet Insurance can be your secret weapon against the unexpected. With Spot, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, helping you with those surprising expenses that seem to pop up when you least expect them. But wait, there's more. Spot Pet Insurance plans go beyond just offering coverage for accidents and illnesses. You can enhance your plan with their preventive care benefit, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can be covered too. Head over to spotpet.com today to get a quote instantly. Trust us, it's the easiest thing you'll do to help secure the well-being of your dog or cat. Visit www.spotpet.com today. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample hyphen policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Isabel. And welcome back to another episode of Comments by Bravo. Hey, is I am. Teresa Judice is a married woman. This wedding literally rocked my fucking world. It was so painfully classic. It almost felt like she did it for us. Like she knew that if she really took this kind of simple, elegant approach, that we would have all just felt a collective sense of disappointment. (laughs) The way that I felt about the whole wedding as a package deal was that it was a Teresa Judice starter pack from the dress, the hair, the daughters, the TikToks, the location, the guest list, the fog machine, the dancers on the dance floor, the drum performance, the speeches, like every single thing was Teresa to a T. You know what was really funny? I was thinking back to the clip when she was on Watch What Happens a while ago with Lonnie Love, and she's talking to Andy about how she did an ayahuasca trip, and in her ayahuasca trip, she was focusing on whether she should have her wedding in Italy or in Jersey, and she really thought on it, and when she had this vision, it was that she was going to have the wedding in Jersey, and I was thinking to myself, (laughs) I mean, you could not have two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like We have Positano maybe on one hand, and then in East Brunswick, Jersey just blow out on the other (laughs) it's too classic i was refreshing my page constantly throughout the night and the camaraderie just about everybody as all of the information and photos and details kept rolling in and all of the posts from the housewives and the friends was just such an adrenaline rush truly i felt like i was there I mean, to get into some of the details, so this happened last Saturday at Park Chateau in East Brunswick, and there were cameras everywhere, most likely for a spinoff special. That's what I assume is going to happen. There were roughly 200 people. Her four daughters and Jennifer and Dolores were bridesmaids. Other notable housewives in attendance, Jackie, Margaret, Jill Zarin, Phaedra, Kenya, Cynthia, Dorinda, Alexia, Chanel Ayan, Ashley Darby. Andy Cohen wasn't there, although In her vision on ayahuasca, she predicted that he was going to be there with Sarah Jessica Parker, when in actuality, he was in Montana with John Mayer. Dina Manzo also wasn't there, which I want to talk about in one second. In terms of her dress, she wore a custom blush mermaid Mark Zunino dress. He also made dresses for Tamara and Denise's weddings, both of which were also filmed for Bravo. 
Hervale said siempre in CMA, which means always together in Italian. And she changed into a second off the shoulder lace dress for the party. <laughs> and then. But don't here. worry, the hair stayed intact the whole time. <laughs> I mean, do you know how specific your hairdo has to be for Andy Cohen to get the hairstylist the next day on Radio Andy XM and for it to be a really good get? <laughs> like, that is wild. No, that was, I would say, one of the most like groundbreaking journalism moments in Housewives that we've had in a very long time. When I posted the clip on our story once it went live on YouTube – the most link clicks we've ever gotten on a story, seriously. I mean, everybody was eating this up because once you saw the hairdo, you just had so many questions. And I have to say, Andy and Dorinda popped on for a minute and his co-host was there. They handled it really well because obviously her hairstylist, Lucia, spent hours and so much money crafting this hairdo and they didn't want to offend her or bring up like the internet completely taking this and running, but they got us the answers that we were looking for. Seriously. That is the thing about the Bravo community though, that I love so much where it's like, we want the nitty gritty. And it's so not weird that Andy Cohen on his like nationally syndicated radio show is going to have Teresa Dudice's wedding day hairstylist the next day. And it is going to be seen as groundbreaking journalism. No one's making fun of that. Like that is what I love that is almost so normalized. I needed to know that there were 1,500 bobby pins in her hair. I needed to know what was in the middle. I needed to know the cost of the hair went into it. I mean, we got all the answers. <laughs> there was mesh inserts in the middle of it. It was roughly $7,000 worth of extensions and a $2,500 styling fee. And it took close to two hours to remove it all. And like you said earlier, that shit stayed intact from start to finish. She did not go into a beach wave transition. I would not be surprised if she's in a neck brace for the foreseeable future. She <laughs> didn't even take it down after the ceremony. Like when I first saw the photos, I'm like, okay, that is like a 45-minute hairdo. You take the photos, you do the ceremony, and then it comes right out and you can have fun. No, 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 no. She carried that thing around the entire night. Lucia on this interview says her and Priscilla, the makeup artist, were up until like all hours of the morning taking it out of her head. The thing that you have to consider, which I guess technically isn't a must, but I would assume it is, she probably had a trial. So this is actually probably the second time that this hairstyle was on her head. Probably not to the full extent. I don't think they did the full thing. But, you know, this wasn't a shock to her. You know, she saw it once and was like, yes, that's what I want. You're coming home with me. <laughs> Honestly, I know, like, say what you want about the hairstyle. It was just completely out of this world crazy. But it did make me feel a little comfort in that Teresa is not completely lost in this, like, celebrity world. Like, she hasn't lost her identity. At heart, she is a glittery, glamorous, over-the-top Jersey girl. And she has a vision of what she wanted to look like on her day, and she was sticking to it. She wasn't looking through Vogue. She wasn't hiring some stylist that has done this person and that person. No, no, no. She was taking her hairstylist saying, I want gravity, gravitas, and you're going to give it to me. And she did. Yes, but for me, it wasn't even so much fear that she'd be lost in the celebrity of it all. I think for me, watching Teresa over the years, the relationship with Louis was the first time where I was like, oh shit, could she be lost in this? But as you see, based on some of the things we heard from the night and just in general, 
she's not changed by him. Maybe she's viewing things with rose-colored glasses. Maybe she's potentially blinded in, in some aspects, clearly, as we see the prenup as an example of that. But in terms of her core personality, she is who she is, and he's not changing that. If there's anything we've learned through the years, no one could ever change who Teresa is. We've seen she can be swayed and brainwashed and whatever, but she is who she is and she'll always be strong-willed and know what Teresa wants. So clearly the elephant in the room here was that Joe and Melissa were not in attendance. And I just want to backtrack for a second because now we obviously know that was the case. They weren't there. They went on Melissa's podcast, talked about it. We'll get into all of that. But the actual wedding was on a Saturday, right? I would say around Friday is when those rumors started to happen of Joe and Melissa not attending Teresa's wedding. And I swear to you, up until I saw the photos from Saturday and saw they were not in one, I thought it was bullshit. I was like, there is no way. I just really thought no matter what, they'd show up. And then you find out they really weren't there. And then when you find out the reason, it's like, oh, baby. I have been researching and reading about this for the whole week now. I could probably write a college thesis about it. And still, when you say it, it really is shocking and honestly breaks my heart. I know all the facts. I know what happens. We're going to get into all of it. But at the end of the day, bottom line, like it still makes me really sad. So the weather is finally getting a little warmer. And one of the most fun parts about the seasons changing is kind of the wardrobe revamp that comes along with that. And if you're looking to update your wardrobe without spending a fortune, I want to introduce you to Quince because I really think that they do quality essentials kind of better than anyone I found. And I've told you guys about them before, but specifically as the weather is getting warmer, their linen dresses, like such an easy throw on, so comfortable, such good quality. To me, if you put on a linen dress with a pair of white sneakers, a little cardigan over your shoulders, to me, that is such a chic look. Also, their washable silk blouses. They are so comfortable, but you look so put together. They have great like scoop neck t-shirts, just comfortable, easy staples. Like that is what I like about them. I think that you can really build just a quality wardrobe collection with their essentials. And the best part is that all Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and then passes those savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm rather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash CBC for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash CBC to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash CBC. So Mother's Day is coming up and I know sometimes it can be difficult figuring out what to get your mom because realistically, no gift is going to do justice for how much you love and appreciate her. But I'm sure you've done the classic, you know, bathrobe, candle, sweaters, gift cards. If you're looking to mix it up, I want to tell you about Aura Frames. So they were named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. And it's just the kind of gift that is guaranteed to bring joy because realistically, there's nothing our parents love more than seeing us. So for them to be able to see more of us, even if you don't live close by, like that is probably the best gift you could give a parent. They're Wi-Fi connected. They come with unlimited storage. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. And it's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. We have one in my kitchen and every time my dad comes down for breakfast, like it just makes him so happy. There's pictures of me, pictures of me and my parents when I was little, pictures of my grandparents. Like I think as a parent, you never get sick of that. And it's just the kind of gift I know she will love. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CBC at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
So even with the details that we do know, which I would say is honestly kind of a lot, we're never going to get the full picture because apparently most of the drama occurred during the finale filming, and they're not allowed to talk about that. So no matter what's going on in the press, nothing can really be fully confirmed or denied. We got a lot, which I want to talk about, but really important to note, season 13 filming ended just a few days before Teresa's wedding. So by the way, just for us, that's amazing because I'm sure we'll get a lot of wedding content on the entire season. And then on top of that, we get this separate wedding special, I assume. Yeah. I mean, it's the ideal situation. And even though it's all tragic and terrible, and we'll talk about all of the information that Melissa and Joe gave us on the podcast, which from their perspective is probably everything that they could, this is the best teaser and promo for a season I could ever ask for. Like this finale of this season is going to be the big blow up fight and the reason that Joe and Melissa didn't show up to Teresa's wedding. Are you kidding me? Like that is, that's all I need to know. I know this is a ridiculous thing to hypothesize about because we won't know until it actually comes out. But my question is, was this something where they were on the rocks the entire season and then the finale really just tipped it over the edge? Or were they on relatively good terms? They were talking about how excited they were to go to her wedding. And then at the finale, it all kind of flipped. No, because I think the vibe has been since... Teresa said, Melissa won't be a bridesmaid in my wedding. I think things have just been sour, but like mildly cordial in a way of like, we're not blowing up at each other. We could say hi, we could be in passing, whatever. But the thing is with them, even when they were quote good or at their quote best during this time, during the last 15 years since Melissa's been on the show or 13 years, it's never been good. And whenever Melissa felt it was good, it was she was still walking on eggshells. And whenever Teresa was saying it was good, she still had some deep underlying hatred for Melissa and resentment towards her brother. So it's never been 100%. And I think it's just ebbed and flowed. And I think honestly, recently, they've both gotten exhausted and both have kind of stopped caring and given up on trying. Oh, of course. It was never entirely genuine. I guess I'm more so saying... Were they down to fake it enough to go to that wedding and then the finale came and they were like, there's no shot. You know, the wedding's a few days later and they didn't go. Or was it, let's say, three weeks leading up to the finale when they were even considering it? That's what I'm curious about. Based on what I've heard and sort of what was going down, they had every intention of going to this wedding. I mean, their names were still on the seating chart when everyone was posting the acrylic seating chart from the wedding. They were there. I think they were willing to go say, this is an important day. Joe is willing to say, my parents aren't here. You know, they seem to like Louie overall. Like, I think it could be a whole lot worse in terms of who she's marrying and this whole new start. They probably wanted to be there for their nieces and maybe their kids even wanted to be there. I don't really know their relationship specifically with Teresa, but I know that all of the cousins are close. So I just feel like knowing Joe and Melissa, look, are they like so obsessed with Teresa? No, but I think they were more than happy to go and go with bells on. Okay, Lisa Rinna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, according to all of the articles, they were planning on going up until Thursday night. Thursday night is when they filmed the finale. Apparently, that's when shit hit the fan. That's when these rumors started to surface and they were like, we're out, which is, I mean, quite literally 48 hours before the wedding. According to Daily Mail, 
Teresa was brought information about Melissa cheating on Joe. And the guy that she was apparently accused of cheating on him with was this guy, Nick Barada. Him and his wife, Liz, are very close friends of Melissa and Joe. I don't believe we've ever seen them on the show, but they're very much in the same circle. So, so many things. Of course, the timing was immaculately terrible. (laughs) We're going to get into everything Melissa and Joe said on their podcast because there are some tidbits we took away which were important and a lot of fluff that wasn't important. But one thing that I think might be the most important detail to note is Melissa said they've been reading and keeping up with what everybody is saying happened and the rumors and the cheating and what happened at this finale that caused them not to go. But something she said, and she can't say what it is because, again, of filming and the show, is that there's a key detail, a big detail of what happened that night or what was said that night that nobody has said yet. My feeling is that it will come out. We have so much time now between when the show is edited and airs and this is all happening in real time that somebody will slip or it will come out in some way. But God, I need to know because the cheating conversation I feel like we've had before. There's got to be like an extra layer on here that really would have pushed it over the edge. I mean, I could write how the cheating thing went down. Why did you spread that, Teresa? Why didn't you shut it down? Why do you want me to get a divorce from your brother? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like how many times can we have the same old tale? So I just don't even know what this extra piece could be. And it clearly has to be something bad and detrimental to the relationship. Well, that's what I'm saying. It must have been really, really bad because think about it. They're not new to these fights and these dramas. In your average family, your sister-in-law approaching your husband, her brother, with a completely false cheating accusation about you is grounds for like a huge fight. I mean, that's a really big deal. In this family, they've been there, done that. Not to say it wouldn't cause a fight, but I don't think it would cause them to remove themselves from the wedding. So whatever that additional piece was, it had to have been bad. And to me, I I don't know exactly what it was, but I just think it must have been Teresa inserting herself in a way that she probably hadn't before. Like, you know, not being so casual about it of like, I kind of heard this, like really maybe direct proof of just her instigating. And also what Joe says is not only was the reason that they didn't go because of the fight, it was, but also they felt it would be so fake and also uncomfortable for them to be sitting in the pews of this wedding and pretending that they just wish the best for them. Like, I also think it's not even just Teresa. I think there must be a Louis element to it too, because now they're, you know, an item and they're a pair and they sort of work together and maybe they got into it with Louis or he was involved in some way. I I don't know. I mean, the theories could go on and on and on, but it, it, it doesn't seem like it was a typical Gorga fight that that they wouldn't show up to her fucking wedding. That's a big deal. I mean, weddings and funerals, you can't do over. Weddings maybe if there's a divorce, but there's just some things in life where unless it's so bad, you kind of just go. I don't disagree with their point about how it probably would have felt disingenuous. I'm not saying that's the reason not to go, but I can understand, you know, how are we going to sit here when two nights ago we feel like this is the woman responsible for trying to rip apart our family. And say what you want about Melissa and Joe. At the end of the day, they always are the ones that just lie down. Joe has a soft spot. He loves Teresa. He would say, how can we not go? She's my only family. What would my parents want? You know, the whole the whole thing. So 
for him to not even be that, I mean, maybe if there had been more time between the incident and the wedding, that would have happened. That's actually what I think. But because it was so fresh and like a wound that was still bleeding, there was no way that they were just going to get glam and show up and pretend nothing happened. Do you think Teresa even wanted them there? Honestly. I don't think she – I don't know. I think she never wanted Melissa there. She doesn't even want Melissa in her life on the show anything. And I think she probably has like some disgust with her brother for being married to Melissa and also the way that he has to treat her for the behavior and things that go down in their life. Like I'm saying I get how he treats her and he doesn't want to, I don't think, but their relationship has just become so toxic. I don't even know who she feels about him anymore. So I know we're all kind of operating at a different skill level when it comes to makeup. Like I have some friends who they do their makeup and it looks like they got it professionally done. I have others who know nothing about any products. And then I would say I'm somewhere in the middle, like by no means am I very skilled, but I think I can hold my own. And in terms of my everyday, I'm just doing mascara, lip gloss, and maybe a little bit of highlighter on my inner corner. So if I'm only using a few products, I need them to be excellent. And I've recently been very into the Thrive Cosmetics mascara which I'll tell you about in a second, but just in general, a note on the company. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, which I just love knowing that I'm buying from a company that does that. And in terms of their mascara, so it's the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. You guys have seen that. It's the viral turquoise tube. I've saw it all over social media before I ever started using it. And it's a unique formula that creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. It's also super easy to remove. So it slides right off with warm water. It doesn't leave smudges. And the ingredients are really nourishing. So they support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It really just gets the job done. Like you will see what I mean when you try it. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 10% off your first order. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I'm sure you guys all saw this, but the night of the actual wedding, Melissa and Joe were down the shore and they were really posting up a storm on their stories. They were with her family and they posted one and he made the caption, you know, blood doesn't make you family. There was another one that her cousin posted saying, I'm the only other boy this girl kisses with the winky face, but they were definitely playing it up. So any speculation where you had, maybe they're there, you know, maybe they're just standing in the back. You got confirmation that they weren't. And then during Louis and Teresa's speech at the actual wedding, which there was a video of this that surfaced, he says, I want to thank all my friends that came out here from all different states in the country, all my business partners, my family, Teresa, your friends, your family, new friends, old friends. And Teresa grabs the mic and says, chosen family. (laughs) Of course she did. She could not resist the opportunity. And the room was like cheering for that. Everybody knew what went down. And I mean- 
like, would it be a moment like that if Teresa didn't do that? You know, they both were just matching each other's level of petty and they said, okay, this is how we're going to treat it. This is how we're going to go. Speaking of petty, the other rumor that started to circulate, which ended up being completely false, is that after the wedding, Louis and Teresa sent Melissa and Joe a bill, basically saying, you know, pay for your seats that we paid for. But it's not true. Louis denied it in a comment, which actually is a relatively kind comment considering what apparently happened. He said, we would never in a million years ask for money from Joe and Melissa. We are not petty. Joe and Melissa were missed. And even on her podcast, she said, you know, that's completely bullshit. That never happened. We never got a bill. I wonder where that came from, though, because that's kind of funny. It's kind of a good rumor. It is kind of a good rumor. And apparently Joe said this. He was invited to be in the wedding. Joe was, I think, asked to be a groomsman. And when Teresa refused to have Melissa, Joe had to say, listen, I can't do that to my wife. You know, that's so not fair. So I I think Louis, I think, wants to simmer just bring the level down on everything a couple of notches. The podcast that Joe and Melissa did, it was her podcast on display. Joe was the guest for the episode. And it's, I mean, you can listen if you want. I would say maybe the middle 30 minutes, the first 15 is all fluff. They're talking about Antonia getting a car. There's a lot of repetition. <laughs> and honestly, she doesn't let him get a word in edgewise. Did you pick up on that? <laughs> like, because <laughs> right? I just feel like they're just, they're sort of fluffing each other up the whole time. And it's honestly just their conversation sort of justifying everything to each other and really recapping without giving anything away the last 13 years of the relationship and how this animosity started when she joined the show and how Teresa's still bitter about that. And then also sort of their decision to not go to the wedding and why that went down the way it did, but also why they think they're at the place that they're at. I mean, look, it's interesting. It's definitely one-sided. I wanted to get any information I could. And I think she did give us some little pieces. Like I said, the thing about the groomsmen, the thing about the detail that everybody's missing, you know, the thing about confirming that it was the finale and that they decided not to go. And also just kind of their emotions of how they were feeling like that Joe, the entire wedding day was just truly in shock and it, he was really feeling it. And also I thought it was interesting how tuned into all of the wedding details they were. Like you could tell Joe Gorga and I were scrolling on all of the same accounts the whole night of the wedding and watching the same content. No, he was tuned in. I mean, he had post notifications on for sure because he was talking about, you know, she looked so beautiful walking down the aisle. He was talking about the venue. He was talking about her walking down the aisle to Ave Maria, which was their mom's favorite song. And he also acknowledged the rumors about him refusing to walk her down the aisle. He's like, I wasn't asked. I would have loved to do that if I was asked. But I actually thought an element of the conversation that was interesting, not really directly tied to the wedding, just more so talking about the history was they've been married for 18 years and 13 of the 18 years they were on the show. So when you think about it, when they first joined, they had only been married five years. And to me, say what you want about them. I know a lot of people are not fans, but I think if they were going to be broken down by the drama of it all and by the Teresa of it all, that would have happened five years in before they were really solid. 18 years in, it's like a ridiculous attempt by Teresa at this point. I know. I think she's just grasping at anything she can get and feels like it's her duty not only for her to report things like that to her brother and try to validate these feelings she's had about Melissa for all these years, but also to bring it to the show. I was glad that they talked about it, and I think it was smart to do it like in their way on their platform and have an honest conversation between a husband and wife. I mean, there's other things too, like her mentioning 
I wasn't mad at my girlfriends for going. I wanted them to have the best night. I wanted my sister-in-law to have a, a perfect wedding and all of that. I appreciated hearing that because I think that's true. I don't think if Jackie and Marge thought that Melissa was going to be so upset and defriend them that they would ever care about going to Teresa's wedding. I mean, by the way, how hilariously insane is it that they were there, but Joe and Melissa weren't? It's a crazy turn of events. Don't you think Evan and Bill were looking around like, where the hell is Joe? Yes. I mean, Joe could not stop talking about it. Everybody was calling me. They're saying it's not the same without you. We want you to come. We wish you were here. Like he was really milking that. You know, people have really conflicting thoughts on this because I think a lot of people just strongly dislike Melissa and Joe, even those people that really, really don't like Teresa. Melissa just leaves a bad taste in their mouth. And to me, I kind of split it because when it comes to reality TV, no. On Melissa's best day, she could never give us what Teresa has given us TV-wise. Joe could. I think that there's something in the Gorga blood where Joe has that same kind of reality TV ability. Melissa, yeah, she's naturally a little bit blander and a lot of her drama does come from Teresa. That being said, if you ask me who do I think is a better person, I'm choosing Melissa and Joe any day of the week. I think that Teresa, like I said earlier, can never experience true peace until Melissa is entirely out of the equation. And as she sees the years have gone on and gone on and she's been through her trials and tribulations and Melissa and Joe are still standing strong, I think it irks her. Not because she wants anything bad to happen to her brother. I just think she fundamentally cannot stand Melissa. And what we've seen in the past few years is that she kind of just stopped pretending. Yeah. No, she, I think, has the inability to even stop. Like She could not help herself even when things were good and as much as she could say, I want things to be good. The love she has for her brother or the willingness or wanting to have a relationship with them and the family and their kids could not outweigh just her deep-rooted hatred and resentment for the things that Melissa slash Melissa and Joe have done in the past that have wronged her. And it's so hard because, like, I always want to see both sides. I love Teresa. I think she's the best housewife ever. But you obviously have to know, like, Melissa and Joe are more sort of sane in the situation or come at these situations level-headed. And I don't know. I mean, by the way, Teresa's starting a podcast. So who knows if we're going to get maybe now her side of the story. I know. I mean, the thing is they kind of have their hands tied because – there's only so much they can say without revealing what happened while filming. And then also if she really is shooting this wedding special, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of it there. So it's hard, which I think it must suck as any public figure that's in the reality TV space, knowing that you know the truth, but you physically can't say it because you're under contract. Like that's, that must be kind of hard. You know, you're watching all these people spin all these different rumors and you want to just set the record straight. And like, you kind of can't, I don't know, because even the people that are the most diehard Teresa fans and think that Melissa and Joe are wrong at every turn, I guess I would pose the question of, would you want her as your sister-in-law? You know? And I, I don't know right. how the answer to that question is yes. It just feels like, I don't know, because when you go on social, it's really dominated by people disliking Melissa and Joe. It's like, yeah, they're very full of themselves. Yeah. At times they're a little much, but I don't know. I think it, when push comes to shove, I'm on their team for this one. I really am. I think I have to wait till I see it all go down, but I just feel like based on history, there's no way that we'll think whatever went down with Teresa is right. And it had to have been something that Joe and Melissa, but Joe specifically, was really willing to draw the line in the sand because 
this is something I don't feel you can really come back from. I mean, they've come back from some serious shit in the past, so never say never, but she will use this against them until the end of time. Like, you didn't even come to my wedding. You didn't even show up at my wedding. You couldn't even come to my wedding. You know, what would mom and dad think you weren't at my wedding? So I think they made this decision while probably rushed, knowing that this was a big deal and it would sort of like cement where they stand with each other for much longer than anything else has before. Do you know how bad whatever the thing must have been for them to not go with the knowledge that not going will forever give her that as leverage? Like, I would say in 99% of situations, they'd say, fuck it. We're just going to suck this up. We're going to go. She then can't say a word to us. You know how pissed you have to be to say, I am willing to hear Teresa bring up the fact that I didn't come to your wedding at every single turn because I'm that hurt. Like, to me, if you're looking at it as a chess game, that's what speaks volumes. Well, that's exactly what I was saying before is that Joe and Melissa are typically the ones that lie down. So I think for him to have made the decision and say, Melissa, we're cementing this right here, right now. This is like kind of a forever kind of thing. We're not going to this wedding or whoever said it is a big fucking deal. I mean, do you understand like they have gone through so much shit. I'm not saying that they could never move past that. I would never say never with this family because we've seen – crazier shit go down. I don't know if crazier, but crazy shit go down. But you know, this feels like a big move in like the chess game that is their family. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify Eye Drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, New Kids on the Block, Sean Paul, Sum 41, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Well, wait, I actually want to go back to something that she said on the podcast when she was talking about before they actually joined. She was kind of discussing, you know, the age old tale that Teresa always tells of her joining the show behind her back. And she was like, behind her back would have meant that she would have shown up to filming and I would have been there. She's like, that is not the case. We got called to interview or to audition. I did the interview. And Teresa then asked me, did you interview? And I told her, yes. She's like, she was pissed that I didn't tell her before I even went or kind of asked her permission. She was like, and then, you know, Once we decided to do it, she also wasn't thrilled. Realistically, she wouldn't have loved us to be on it. She was like, but to say that, you know, we did the show without telling her is a a flat out lie. I think that when you go back all those years, you know, 13 years, that right there 
it starts it all because yes, technically Melissa is right. They were given an opportunity. They have just as much of a right as Teresa to take it. It's not her thing. You know, think about it. Housewives can entirely change your life. But I think Teresa, not only did she have a bad taste in her mouth about Melissa from the day that Joe married her, on top of that, doing the Bravo interview without telling Teresa, even though Melissa views it as entirely harmless, I think for Teresa, there there was no coming back from that. (laughs) The fact that I personally am so sick of this narrative and so over it, Imagine how Melissa must feel and Teresa, honestly, at this point, if she's not exhausted by it and not over it, like, I don't know what to say. But the fact that that is now fueling this relationship all these years later, while Melissa has been on the show for 13 years and this is how things have still gone down, like, I just, I can't believe we're still digging up this fossil of a story. I know it is so repetitive to the point where it makes you crazy, but if you really want to pose the question, how do we end up here? You have to retrace these steps and you want to retrace them even farther. It just goes back to the very simple fact that Teresa and Joe were the only two children of their parents. She always felt slightly territorial over her brother. He then marries this woman who on paper is kind of similar to her, you know, in this like objectively hot Italian woman who I think she felt a sense of little competition with for whatever reason. And from there, you know, now this woman is coming into her quote place of work where she's the star that just set us up for no success. And that's why when Melissa and Joe, you know, they were talking about a lot on their podcast, people think that our entire life is the show and it's not. And we have our day to day. Yeah, of course they're right. Of course they have a day to day life and this goes beyond the show and it's not just the drama, it's their real lives. But I think the reason the two get so conflated is because for Teresa, them being on the show is a huge portion of the issue. Like, here's this woman, right? Your brother marries her. You don't like her. She then joins your show that you have been the star of. You then get the opportunity to skew the entire public's perception of her. Like, if that's your goal, it's challenge fucking accepted. That's why when they try to make the separation, I think that there's more of a conflation than they give credit for. Well, I think before even the show, Teresa was trying to get everyone else's opinion around her, their family, their friends, or community changed. So now to have it on a platform, I think once she got over the initial shock and anger of Melissa joining the show, she viewed it sort of as an opportunity. And we've seen the building blocks of her saying Melissa was a gold digger or, you know, my brother, she knew my brother had money or she was a stripper. Hello, famous stripper. And that she has a bad past and everything, like anything that she could come up with and think of, of why Melissa is not worthy of her brother and also why she's a bad person and that Teresa herself is validated in not liking her and not getting along with her. I mean, she was going to take that. Yeah, she was going to take it and run with it. And that's why when Joe asked the question, even on the podcast of like, why don't you want us to thrive? There's room for all of us. We can all thrive. It's because for Teresa, I think that she has entirely lost the ability to view her life separate from the show. And I honestly think to a certain extent, so have they. Melissa more than Joe, actually. But it's, you know, the two are just very intertwined. I don't know. It's reality TV is not for the faint of heart. No, and they are the most fascinating example of family and joining and building the show up together and just the relationships. And they had the cousins on the show. I mean, talk about like Andy Cohen striking gold here. He had no idea what he was in for because when he hired Teresa, 
he didn't even know about Melissa and Joe. It wasn't like he hired Teresa with the hope of getting Melissa and Joe. He hired Teresa because she can stand on her own. That's the thing, though, to give Teresa credit. Teresa can exist without Melissa and Joe. I don't know if Melissa on the show can exist without Teresa. Joe can. I mean, Joe's just a personality. But Melissa's less yeah. personality than Joe, like just to call it like it is. And I like her a lot. But she doesn't have that same, you know, like unhinged nature. Well, what's even crazier to remember is when you rewatch, the first couple seasons were sort of structured around the Lorita family. It was Jacqueline and Carolyn and their their families like Dina. I mean, that was the family. And then it shifted to the Gorga side and it's been sort of like a, fam- a fit crazy family show since then. Wait, we didn't even go back to the Dina thing. Okay. So <gasps> yes. this is – please someone message us with insight. So as we know, confirmed, Dina was not at the wedding. And the reason that all the articles are citing as of the time we're recording this is that she didn't want to be at all on camera. Around the same time of the wedding, she was posting quotes on her story, which if you follow her, you know she posts these quotes every single day. So I don't think it was cryptic as much as it was just routine. But to me, something else has to be weird there because, okay, maybe you don't want to do a confessional. You don't really want to be involved. But if this is your best friend, your sister in life, you go to the wedding and you just make it a point to kind of stay away from the cameras. I don't think that that's a legitimate reason. Do you? No, I think couldn't she have like not signed a release and said, I, d- I just don't want to be like a subject. If you get me in the background, fine, but don't make it a thing. I feel like how is that not possible? Your best friend, they travel the four of them as couples all the time. I think Dina threw a shower for her. Remember, that's why Dolores wasn't invited. They are, as far as I knew, literally until Saturday, the best of friends. And I don't know if there's any bad blood. I think Melania commented on Dina's Instagram, like hearts that that Dina posted on the same day or the day after. So that makes me think that something like specifically bad didn't happen. But I I don't know. That kind of makes me sad. So to think that Dina wasn't there and Joe and Melissa weren't there, it's like that's kind of your family right there. I know. I mean, as of the last time I checked, they're still following each other, which isn't the end all be all, but just out of curiosity's sake, I checked. I still think it's bizarre. I think the camera reasoning, I I can't fully wrap my head around that, but who knows? Who knows? Hopefully we'll get answers. I wonder if she would talk about Dina on the show or maybe Dina will talk about it, but it just feels weird and sad. And I just kind of felt sad for her, even though the wedding looked so full of love and joy. And I think it was everything she dreamed it would be. It definitely had those key pieces missing. Yeah. I mean, we will get this and more when the show airs, when hopefully the special airs. But I am just glad to be alive to see this. And what what a week this was in the Bravo world. What a week. Truly fascinating from beginning to end. And I think You know, we're only a couple days out from the wedding now, so my hunch is that slowly we're just going to get more details, more photos, more behind the scenes, and I really – God, I want the camera confessional or whatever of Marge and Jackie in the car together on the way to the Park Chateau saying, I can't believe Melissa and Joe aren't here and discussing what exactly went down and sort of like their PTSD probably from the evening if they were there when it did happen, the explosion. I'm so excited. I know it's probably bad karma. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. Like it makes such good TV. I It, it really is heartbreaking, but 
God, here's my stance. If it's going to happen, they may as well film it. It's like what Julie and I were saying with the uh, Beckham drama. We wish for Brooklyn Beckham's sake that his mom and his wife aren't feuding. But if they are, we would do sick shit to see those text messages. Roll the fucking tape. Yeah. Need Andy and a camera. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for living this big fat American gypsy wedding dream with us. And (laughs) we'll see you next week. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.